Are you an adventurer looking to take your hunt to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to East Meets West Hunt with your host, Bo Martonic. All right, welcome back to day three of the daily East Meets West Hunt podcast hunt update from Colorado. Sitting at the trailhead here with my dad once again, and also joined by a, a good buddy of mine, Chris Toomey, who joined us for the hunt here. So we uh, were both kind of here, or all three of us are, are sitting here worn out uh, from the day's hunt and had uh, had all kind of unique experiences today uh, to get started. Actually, Chris, if you'd like to just kind of just quickly introduce yourself and how you joined us here. Yeah, so through a mutual friend, Johnny Stewart, uh, he introduced me to Bo, and in fact, uh, Bo and I unknowingly uh, went to the same college and met up years later, and uh, Bo reached out to me. Um, I recently moved to Colorado, uh, well, I guess just two weeks ago, and knowing that, Bo reached out to me and asked me to join him here at his uh his camp that he's been having up here um unknown colorado and uh <laughs> yeah that's it yeah so yeah i'm glad you got to come up here for for a few days or however long you end up staying but so anyways yeah again basically day three here and to start off the morning uh my dad and I, we, we hiked up over kind of the same same direction that we headed yesterday, but knowing, as we talked about yesterday's discussion, there was no elk sign up very high, so we wanted to check out a few um, wallows that we had found last year, as well as um, some different valleys that that uh, seemed to hold elk in previous years. But So we went in, and the first wallow that we, we came to, I mean, it was active, and or at least in the last couple of days, what would you say, Dad? Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely uh, active, possibly uh, the, the night before here. Um, no activity in the morning, which you wouldn't expect. But uh, we actually just discussed uh, sitting there this evening. Uh, what time we find it? We would get down in there about. It was probably nine thirty when we finally got down there. Yeah. But uh, so it was it was wait it was too early to start sitting then and. Uh, there was a second wallow that uh, I had marked from the prior year that we wanted to scout out, see if there was any activity in there. So we decided to go ahead and uh, leave that wallow and anticipating uh, coming back in the evening for a sit. Uh, however, um, our journey to the other wallow was quite the journey, yeah. to say the least. <laughs> uh, the uh, hillside that we had to climb to get into the other valley um to stay above uh with the wind was a little steeper than i remembered it last year um we probably went 10 yards and we went 200 feet and only went 10 yards yeah according <laughs> to gps yeah it's just it's so steep and, and that's exa exactly what he was saying there we were sitting we sat down at that one wall of basically just until the thermals would change till it started going um you know up and then we circled around the valley to get way up on top of the ridge and it was just blow down from yeah. hell yeah, the whole had... way and and you know the, the whole time then then we thought we were in the right valley and realized we had to cross another one to get up to that spot and wasn't very happy with it but 
once we got up on top of the ridge, uh, there was sign there, but it wasn't wasn't extremely fresh. But there was some really big rubs. Yeah, there was a real, some real nice rubs up there, and uh, I'm willing to bet that's got to be the bull I was chasing last year, still in that area. Um, but once we got down into the wallow uh, that was active last year. Um, it they haven't they they probably were there a week ago. Uh, all the sign they're probably a week old, I'd say. Yeah. Um. But then after now we we're probably in there about what one thirty probably. Yeah. And then uh, we discussed about possibly hiking back to the the first wallow, but uh, after doing uh, blowdown after blowdown for miles, we decided uh, against that and try to an easier route back. Yeah, and, hunt, and, hunt and back. more or less that uh, we didn't want to blow out that entire range because if we would have went back to the other wallow, our scent would have been blowing up the valley where they were potentially bedded, even though the sign wasn't showing that they were there. So we kept going down the drainage, and we were going to head to lower country, kind of where Chris was was located at, and some Aspen type, you know, country right around you know ninety or anywhere from 10,000 to 9,000 feet in that range. So coming from 12,000 feet yesterday, you know, almost 3,000 feet dropping down, uh, just trying to find where the elk are. And along the way, we came across a, a pretty cool cabin in the middle of absolutely nowhere. And as we got back to camp, Chris had found it too and was there about an hour before us. So it was just this log cabin put up in the middle of this this really thick nasty creek bottom i guess that was there how would you describe that chris uh it's crazy i mean you you definitely can't even see it on the maps so it's not something that you could pick out um but actually pretty incredible construction for where it's at um i don't know joe how old do you think that thing was uh there's some carvings that said 84 or maybe it was 82 but what was odd about it was, uh, well, I think the last activity looked like it might have been in 2015. But, uh, I mean, it was stocked to where you could, if you had to spend a night or even a week, there was enough dehydrated food packed away and canned food and sleeping bags hung from the ceiling. And, um, and you could move right in, I think, and, and spend some time there if you needed to. Uh, yeah. But there was no path. There's no beaten down trail there's nothing to indicate that's even there so technically we, we're, we're what we're trying to figure out is no one can really own that because it's on public land in a wilderness area with absolutely no record of ownership present it looks like all the well it had to have been all the logs that built the cabin came from right there yep. from all the trees um pretty incredible though it was it was cool to be able to see that and super strange that we both stumbled upon that in <laughs> blowdown mania. Yeah, and I we came from up top, and you came from the bottom, and we both hit it. Yeah, and literally in the the middle of the, one of the nastiest valleys that we've been in. And we we just missed you probably by an hour. We figured. Yeah. From this, about the time you got there and left, and the time we arrived. <laughs> yeah. So then then we dropped down in the aspens there and did did a little bit of calling and. Uh, no luck, really. We found some decent sign, but we started heading back to camp. But Chris, you uh, let's let's kind of hear how your morning started out. Yeah. So the so the day previous, I did stumble upon my first scouting mission. Some pretty good sign. I found some beds that uh, that were hot. You know, 
they, they, they're really, uh, musky for sure. And, um, and, and seemed pretty fresh, you know, there was definitely some, uh, fresh droppings all around that area. So I knew I wanted to come back there the following this morning, um, with the downhill thermals, I was going to sneak up on the downwind side of that bedding area and just kind of post up to see if they would come down on me. Um, rewind, I, I did hear a bugle, uh, to the north up, up the ridge, um, walking in, um, but really couldn't pinpoint it. So I just kind of stuck to my plan of moving into that bedding area. I had a pin dropped on it and, uh, you know, no luck. Um, after I got pretty cold, still with the, the downwind thermals, I started working my way up the hill cause I wanted to scout a couple, uh, wallows. I did have, dro- uh, pin dropped, uh, on Onyx maps and, uh, and that's about the time I ran into that, um, that cabin. Yeah. So I got up in there, you know, some thick blowdown areas, crossed a couple decent, like looking, um, Aspen open meadows. They looked really good. Um, as the, uh, as the thermal switched, you know, I kind of changed my direction, kind of J hooked and started coming back down the hill. And, um, that's when I bumped that cow caught cow calf combo that was uh right just to the northwest of the the cabin there um and i uh slowed my roll a little bit and just kind of eased in there did a little bit of calling in case there was some other herd you know up up the ridge but as it turns out i kind of eased my way in there and it was just the two of them um from there i just headed down back down the ridge and um just work my way back to the, back to the truck, you know, no, no luck, but did, did learn some land, learn some country, found a new trail, easier access into the area, which Bo apparently already knew about. He didn't tell me. So. <laughs> well, I didn't know that, that was a <laughs> shortcut. That was just the way that I always took. Seemed like a long way to me today. Yeah. <laughs> out. Yeah. It was, uh, it's all uphill on the way back, but it's all downhill on the way there. So that, right. that's good. Yeah. But yeah, you were going even further downhill. And working your way back up the ridge when you could have just hit that shortcut trail and you could have been on top of the ridge from the beginning. So yeah, without having to, you know, go through all the nasty stuff and worry about blowing out any elk, but it's a nice, nice trail going down through there. You can bugle down into some of those hollows, even though I'm sure a lot of other people do, but, uh, it's, it's back in there. It's back in there quite a ways. So if you don't come from our trailhead, it's a very long way to get back in. So, and, and as you can see here tonight, I don't know if there's any other vehicles in the parking lot. Is there? Yeah, there's one other one. Okay. Well, still, that's not too bad. We haven't, I don't, you ran into someone yesterday, Chris, but we haven't ran into anybody yet. So it's been, it's been good, but also maybe they knew something that we didn't and that elk aren't talking and they're not where they're supposed to be. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, that's, uh, that's about it. That's about the update for day three. Tomorrow's game plan is uh, we're going to start a little bit lower, most likely, and and just try to find the, the the fresh elk sign and and maybe even head back to that wallow in the evening and, and sit over it. I'm not a big fan of sitting since I do so much of it whitetail hunting that I like to just move and move and move, but that may be our option. So, Anything else to add, guys? Nope. Maybe we maybe we'll look into something tomorrow though. Yep. 
If not, we got the next day, right? <laughs> right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bo. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of East Meets West Hunt with your host, Bo Martonic. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit eastmeetswesthunt.com, Facebook at East Meets West Outdoors, and Instagram at East Meets West Hunt. If you enjoyed today's episode, please review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time.